So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, this one's gonna be again about quote-unquote negativity and or it is just gonna be about the book summary and or the book notes of When Things Fall Apart by, and I still don't know the name or how to pronounce the name, I'm very sorry, Pema Jodron Atze. I don't know if it is even a rolled R or not. I kind of assume, I don't actually know why, but yeah, there's gonna be more after the intro. As always, and as every day. And I'm pumped, I'm pumped for this episode, but uh, we're gonna actually go through it uh, quite quickly, the, the things that I do just wanna talk about, the things that I do just have to kind of address. So the first thing is the uh, description, you know? In the description, you're gonna find a few links. Um, the first link is probably for the podcast and or the YouTube channel, so if you are on either of those two things, you can also be on the other thing. Which means that if you are on a podcast and you really feel like, well, actually having the YouTube experience, actually seeing this dude talking and or seeing the article that this dude is talking about, then please check out the first or maybe even second link in the description. And also if you are on a YouTube video, but you kind of feel like, well, having the podcast would actually be quite nice, please check also out the description. The notes, um, you're gonna see, even though I haven't gone through the article yet or what I'm gonna go through today yet, so I'm gonna highlight certain things while I'm going through them. And these things are gonna be down in a PDF and you can download it for free and print it and read it and do whatever with it. The third one and the last one is the music. So if you're willing to personalize the whole experience of this podcast, whether it is the YouTube video that you're watching and or the actual audio that you're listening to, uh, you can add some background music and personalize the whole experience through basically, yeah, adding the background music. <laughs> but yeah, you know, let's actually go through the episode. And it is already there, which is amazing. So as you can see, there is the highlighted things. And I haven't gone through what I'm going to talk about today. Unfortunately, because I haven't had the time, because I had to do some shit for my prom that I'm having tomorrow. And I'm excited. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. And uh, it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a good thing. So there might be some things that I do not understand and or that I don't know if I should actually go through them. In the end, I'm going to read quite everything. We can't just jump over ourselves as we were not there. And I think it is actually a pretty good example of things that I do not understand. So we can't just jump over ourselves if we were not there. Yes, uh, I think we do just have to work with ourselves and with our fears. Since this book is heavily about fears and it is heavily about um, maybe being on ease with oneself. Being on ease with how you are and who you are. And we can't just jump over us in terms of like, we do just have to work with us. You know, if there's something going on, if we are having a fear, we have to work with it, you know, and then eventually we can overcome it and or jump over it. But it is not like just you can immediately do that most often, but we have to acknowledge it and we have to work with it and we have to then in the end also deal with it. Monastic rules that advise renouncing liquor, renouncing sex, and so on are not pointing out that those things are inherently bad or immoral, but that we use them as babysitters. We use them as a way to escape, we use them to try to get comfort and to distract ourselves. Yes, it definitely is the case, and I think, especially when it is about liquor and or drugs in general, it is just a good quote-unquote good way to, yeah, to escape reality, to escape what the reality is like, because, I mean, I actually haven't been drunk yet. Yet. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. I'm gonna see. 
<laughs> I'm actually gonna see, but um, I haven't been drunk yet, so I don't really know what it is like when you are drunk, nor have I been taking any other drug. I haven't been smoking uh, something besides tobacco, and um, well, I do have to say, like, yeah, if you're feeling differently, and if you're just having a different perception of how the reality actually is, then of course it is a pretty quote-unquote good way to escape reality, and or it is just a way to escape reality, which is... Um, I think then understandable, and I do also have to say that I understand those people that are trying to escape their reality. The question that you're actually having to ask yourself is whether your reality then is good or bad. Because if you really have to escape it, then it kind of suggests and or assumes or says that your reality isn't as good as you maybe want it to be. So you maybe have to work on your reality and probably also on your drug consumption then as well. But in the end, I think working on your reality and having a good reality and having a reality that you're really, really proud of in terms of like, you're really just, you really just love to, to live your life. And if you're just able to, to pull that off, if you're able to do that, then I mean, why would you then be just drinking any longer? Or why would you then be drinking if your life is great? If it is about escapism, if it is about escaping your reality, if it is not, then it's gonna be about something else but even though like habits are kind of kind of uh, often the same things begin with hopelessness well all anxiety all dissatisfactions all the reasons for hoping that our experience could be different are rooted in our fear of death hmm i don't know actually because i wouldn't say so you know, it might be something that's really underlying. You know, it might be something that's so deep in us that we're just, uh, we're just not thinking about it, at least not consciously, but we're subconsciously thinking about it and it is just presented to us through those fears and anxieties that we're having. This, this could actually be the case, but I, I'm, I'm not going to mark it. I'm not going to highlight it, so I'm not quite sure. Experience hopelessness, giving up all hope of alternatives to the present moment. Well, I, actually, I don't like that one. You know, I think that having a lot of options is always good. And then having hope is always good, even though I do also have to say like this is something that's that's highly philosophical. And um, I think you do just have to think about it. So I do not actually want to be like, well, this is good or this is bad or this is right and this is wrong. Um, at least I can say in this time, at this point of time, I do kind of feel like that having hope is something that makes sense. But I do believe just also because they have been just talking about it before in the summary and or in the notes or she actually because it's one author and not several um a hope is something that that might be not a good thing and therefore they're also pointing it out like well maybe it should be hopelessness so so yeah hopelessness is the basic ground otherwise we're going to make the journey with the hope of getting security well if you're thinking about it in that way and i'm actually gonna mark this one um, if you think about it in that way, in terms of like hopelessness being the basic ground, hopelessness being the kind of canvas that we are painting our life on, then it could kind of be the case, you know? Everything starts with hopelessness, but then we are finding some things that create hope. Whether it is people, whether it is some things that we just like to do, whether it is actual hope that life is going to be good or something. I mean, we could also be thinking about hopelessness and hope in that way. Instead of automatically falling into habitual pa <laughs> I'm sorry, patterns, we can begin to notice how we react. When someone praises us, how do we react? When someone blames us, how do we react? When we have lost something, how do we react? And when we feel we have gained something, how do we react? And I do think it is an incredibly important point there, an incredibly interesting point there as well, because if you're able 
to like it is only about understanding yourself this is only about grasping whatever the fuck you're thinking about and how you're working so in the end figuring out how you're working and i think it is something that's incredibly important i think it is something that's that that you have to that you have to do in some way because if you know yourself you can somehow ensure that you're always going to be happy but if you don't know yourself then you don't know what you should be doing to be happier you don't know what you should be doing to solve this problem or that problem that is actually making you unhappy or that is creating some friction in your life because a lot of things are based on understanding yourself okay for example i'm i'm going to read this book because i like to read books because books work for me somebody else might be like and this is probably then going to be me well I think I might just be watching a YouTube video or I might be just Googling something because books don't work for me, but Googling and watching a video works for me, you know? Not everything works for everyone, so we do just have to figure out what is working for us, which is based on understanding ourselves, which is maybe coming from a place of, well, I just... I am able to learn better through video things. I'm able to learn better through Googling things because there is some action involved. There is some just some searching around, some some whatever involved, but not reading a book because a book is, I don't know, uncomfortable to read or whatever it might be all about. It is based on understanding yourself, you know, and on this understanding or basing on this understanding, you can put some actions. The action of deciding to, to, to just actually not going for the, the, the book, but for YouTube and or vice versa, whatever is working for you, of course. When we become inquisi inquisitive about these things, look into them. See who we are and what we do with the curiosity of a young child. What might seem like a problem becomes a source of wisdom. Yes, because there's a lot of things that we can see in problems and there's also a lot of things that we can see in good things. We do just have to think about it more, I guess. You know, of course, um, my problem... I mean, the problem of me just being quite late today, which is actually the case, I'm quite late in the game today because it is already a quarter before 5 p.m. and I'm willing to go to bed relatively early today or as, as early as I can, kinda, so that I'm actually able to just get some sleep before a really quite probably long day. And, um, but yeah, I'm gonna see. I am gonna see and, um, well, but what, what can I learn from that? What can I learn from having a long day and or just maybe having a little bit of a stressful day, I might be able to learn that I maybe should be structuring my day in a different way so that I'm not going to be stressed out the next day and the next day and the next day. Or maybe I can learn from that 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 I do not even have to do that much, you know, that I'm actually having a really good life because I am doing something, you know. It, this is this is only about whatever I'm doing right here. <laughs> so recording the episode basically and all the posts that I'm going to design and all the other things that I'm going to do, it is only about just working for my dreams. And I have understood and I've seen that I'm in this stage. I'm in a stage of working on my dreams. I'm in a stage of caring about my dreams, which means that just according to the Maslow or the, the Pyramid of Needs by Maslow, it means that I'm having quite everything. I'm having security, I'm having food, I'm having all my actually basic needs that I have to kind of cover so that I actually can think about these things because when I'm hungry, I don't know if I'm going to think about going for my dreams and then just whatever. It is just saying something. It is saying a lot if you're having dreams, if you're just trying to fulfill yourself or if you're just trying to find your purpose. It just means that you're just really high in this fucking pyramid. It just means that you're actually having a pretty cool life and a pretty good life as well. It is actually a desire to know 
Like the question of a free yield, we want to know our pain so we can stop endlessly running. We want to know our pleasure so we can stop endlessly grasping. And then somehow your questions or our questions get bigger and our inquisitiveness more vast. We want to know about loss so we might understand other people when their lives are falling apart. Feel more tenderness for the human race. What is tenderness? At least what do they say is tenderness? Affection, fondness, love. Well, it is actually also something like... There are some people that are really into human beings and there are some people on the other hand. I do not necessarily want to say that there is only two groups of people, but of course, um, yeah, you know, in the end, which is something that I've seen, there is people that like animals really a lot and there is people that like human beings really a lot. And since I'm actually not having any animals or any pets or whatnot, and I'm also not just, I have never actually been that much into pets Kinda, like of course, like nah, nah, I don't know. Like of course when I've been a child, like I might have been just willing to have a dog or something like that just because like, yeah, who didn't want to have a dog when he or she was a kid. So, so but but nowadays or just as, as far as I can think, kinda, some sorta, just going back a few years, I'd say I've, I've actually never had the feeling of, okay, I want to have a pet, I, you know, I want to have to just deal with animals and whatnot. So I kind of have a feeling that I'm more into human beings than I'm into into animals. I kind of also have a feeling that there might be somebody that is really into plants, but I'm not quite sure if this is something that's working. But I actually have to say, like, yeah, the human race is, is something that's incredible, incredible, and incredibly incredible, I'd say, because, like, we are insane. We have done so much, and we've been able to accomplish so much. It is insane what we have been doing. And it is just so nice to see that. It's just so nice to see what uh, we have been able to do, what we have been able to, to accomplish, what we have just been able to create as well. When we feel lonely, when we feel hopeless, what we want to do is move to the right or to the left. We don't want to sit and feel what we feel. We don't want to go through the, de through the detox. We automat automatically want to cover over the pain in one way or another identifying with victory or victimhood. When we can rest in the middle, we begin to have non-threatening relationship with loneliness, a relaxing, cool loneliness. Yeah, you know, uh, we don't like to work through shit. I think, actually, but I'm not quite sure about this, but I think that the human being is actually a really, really lazy fucking being. But I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Less desire, contentment, avoiding unnecessary activity, complete discipline, not wandering in the world of desire, and not seeking security from one's discursive thoughts. Where there's actually a lot of things that I do appreciate somehow. Less desire, I'm not quite sure. Contentment, what does contentment mean? Content satisfaction, well, I'm not also quite sure. Avoiding unnecessary action, less avoiding... Yes, I, I would say this as well, like, there are some people that really try to, which is not something bad, and I do actually have to say that uh, in some people, I do kind of also appreciate that, and I do quite also admire that, and I find that really, really of an interesting thing, and um, people that are just trying to avoid everything that is quite unnecessary, whether it is activity, and just starting with movements, you know, when somebody finds or thinks that a certain movement, movement can be avoided, and it is quite an unnecessary one, they're also going to ditch that, which is something that's quite interesting, which is something that um, I don't know to think about, actually, since, yeah, it's just interesting. I kind of find it interesting. On the other hand, I'd also say not wandering around, less not wandering, well, it is like, like a double negotiation, no, it's not negotiation, but double, double negative quite, like less, or is it less desire? No, 
it's less not wandering in a world of desire, which is like you should be doing more of it, isn't it? But yeah, and not seeking security from our from one's discursive thoughts. I'm gonna highlight it, even though, even though I'm not quite sure if I should. Be lonely without resolution when everything in us earns or yearns from something to cheer us up. I don't know what it is all about. Be lonely with no alternatives, contents to be right here with the mood. Be lonely with no alternatives, content to be right here with the mood. I mean, like, I, at least as far as I can understand it, actually, the last one is actually, I think, one that, that's quite cool. Content to be right here with the mood. Which is, at least in my point of view, just seeing what you're feeling at this point in time. At this point in time, by the way, and it might be also a great question to ask yourself, I am actually feeling really, really good because I, uh, I think that the episode is running really good and everything is running smoothly and, and nicely and, and good and, and whatnot. Like, it is, it's pretty cool. I like it. You know, it, it, it really is. And, and I, you know, I'm actually going to highlight it. And the next one is probably going to be the last one because I don't want to stretch out the episodes that much. Kinda. It might even be a good thing to have more than a 20-minute episode because at this point in time, actually, just more or less doing 18-minute episodes, 19-minute episodes, 20-minute episodes, something like that. And of course, through cutting, it is also getting a little bit shorter than. But yeah, obsessively daydreaming of true romance, our minds just go wild trying to come up with compassion to save us from despair. Uh, quite, yeah. I don't even know what despair means, but what I'm thinking about is that daydreaming is probably a good way to also escape reality and also escape the things that is that are probably bordering us. Whatever it might be all about, whatever it is, there is uh, there is definitely something that is bothering you, and and daydreaming seems to be a good way to just overcome that and get around that. I'd say, uh, but yeah. I think that this is going to be the end of the episode. So I wish you the best health of happiness and all success. And also hope that you're going to remind yourself and you're going to be remembered, which basically means your legacy, which basically means just being a nice person and then being remembered as a nice person. Yeah. And I'm hopefully going to see you the next time. So three other questions that I'm having for you are, why are you here? What are you trying to change and what is bothering you the most? These three are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea. But yeah. Um... Yeah, consider subscribing. I'd appreciate that. And I'm hopefully going to see you the next time. So I'll see you. And now everything is broken. You know, I can't even end the episode there as far as I can see. But yeah, you know, it is what it is. It's probably going to end soon. I'm not going to cut that out. I hope that I'm not going to cut that out. Even though it's quite unnecessary. But I just truly hope that you're having a good day. And I'm also just looking forward to recording the other episode that I'm going to record today. I... I Really, I'm looking forward to that. Even though it is just still not working. And on my rainbow, I don't know what it's called, my rainbow circle from the Mac loading screen is still circulating. Even though, like, yeah. This is gonna be the end. So uh, I'm now able to stop it. <laughs> I'll see you.